Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Hormone imbalance is top of mind for all female midlife runners. So today we're going to look at the impact of hormone imbalance on your health and running performance. Welcome to the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner mini-series. Please join Aileen Smith and Karen Campbell, nutritionist friends and runners. During the mini-series, we'll be spotlighting key challenges women face as they approach midlife. Women tell us that they're really uncomfortable with the way their body shape is changing and are noticing how their energy levels and running performance is suffering too. So it's our mission to help women be in great shape, bypass midlife health challenges and continue to enjoy their running. So we've designed our Healthy Woman Healthy Runner method and that's for the woman who requires the most time efficient and easy method to be the best she can be. During each mini episode we'll be helping you take some easy action. The suggestions we make during this episode are for guidance and advice only and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Aileen and Karen to design a personalised sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Hub. Hi everybody, welcome back. I'm Aileen. I'm here again with Karen. Today we're going to give you a snapshot of the key reasons for hormone imbalance, which is a major problem for many women as they approach midlife. So in fact, it's so important we dedicate a whole section of the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method to a hormone reset. And that's where we focus on the effects of hormone imbalance and how it may impact on work, on family life, socializing, and most importantly, running, which is why we're all here. So please listen to the end of the episode as we have a special invitation for you. So Karen, let's get started. Um, This is a really important topic and it'd be great if you could start off by giving us some key um, risk factors that could lead to the development of hormone imbalance. Yeah, sure, Aileen. And there are many risk factors, I think, for hormone imbalance and they'll be different for everybody. But some of the ones that I often see in clinic include stress and stress can um, affect us physically, psychologically emotionally and behaviorally and all of these responses are driven by changes in hormone balance including cortisol which probably everybody is aware is the key stress hormone but also um, the neurotransmitters as well so those brain brain hormones and the key one that most people have heard of is serotonin that feel-good neurotransmitter and I think I think a lot of people are probably unaware that stress affects us in so many different ways. But also people often choose to ignore or maybe deny that they are under stress. And I often hear people say, but it's just the way I am. 
And and I often, with my clients, I often have to have sort of long conversations with them on this subject. And I have to really educate them on the effects of stress um, on their hormone balance um, principally for them to be willing to to make any changes. So it, it, it it's a tough, it's a tough not to crack this one with mm. clients. Um, and then poor, poor diet as well. So a diet that's high in refined carbohydrates. So thinking about the white carbs there and also sugars can cause an increased release, um, of the hormone insulin. Now, chronic intake of, of that type of foods can eventually lead to a condition known as insulin resistance, um, and, and can eventually, um, lead to diabetes type two just because insulin becomes unable to cope with the blood glucose levels. So so as you can see, the the effect of our diet can actually be quite far reaching. And then also um, there's the link to, to stress as well. So when people are under significant stress, they may make poor food choices. And, and choices again tend to be high in the refined carbohydrates and um and the sugars. So that again that those two areas um are impacted by by food choices um but in the healthy women healthy runner program we we introduce a, a gentle nutritional detox meal plan to support you in in helping to try and rebalance these key hormones but also thinking about the, the sex hormones too you know we're looking at midlife so as well as the insulin and um the cortisol it's very much about sort of supporting the female sex hormones as well Okay, so what you're saying really, Karen, is that a poor diet plus an imbalance of these hormones controlling our appetite could have a profound effect on weight and body composition. And ultimately, that's compromising our running performance. Yeah, definitely. Inevitably, sort of body composition and performance are going to be affected um, if if there's too much stress going on, and and also if there's um, if, if if someone is is chronically eating or having a poor diet, and just and and I just want to mention quickly another two areas that can also lead to to hormone imbalance and and potentially affect body composition and running performance as well as sort of um overtraining or or to or or more specifically sort of thinking about the relative energy deficiency and female athlete triad. So so thinking here it's really looking at energy balance. So if energy intake does not balance with the energy output. So what I mean here is that your energy in is lower then Certain body systems are known to, to shut down. So, and this will include the reproductive system. And this is because sort of, again, this is putting the body into a stress response. So the precursor to progesterone, one of the key, um, sex hormones is diverted to produce the cortisol that is needed because of the stress, because cortisol is seen as the survival hormone, whereas our sex hormones aren't. So it will take priority. Um, and, and, and I think 
here, I think a reduction in energy intake can be conscious because a lot of um, runners are maybe looking at weight control, they're looking at their body composition, they're trying to maybe make weight for that for a competition that's coming up. So it can be conscious, but it can also be unconscious as well. So somebody's maybe following a regular diet, maybe a, a repetitive diet. Um, and they increase their training, but they don't make any changes to their food intake. And, and the effects of this can be, can be really far reaching, especially if someone gets to, to, um, the place where they're suffering from Red S or, or FAT. And then finally, just sort of life stage as well is going to have a huge impact on, on our hormone balance. So, you know, and there are many different stages in a female's life when you think about it, where where our hormone balances naturally shift. And that includes puberty. So as, as young as sort of our teenage years and then, of course, through pregnancy and then into sort of that midlife perimenopause and menopause period. So a healthy diet and lifestyle are really important during these times to 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 sort of help move through these stages effortlessly and and that really this is one of the key reasons why we developed the healthy women healthy runner method was to to really help women like our listeners here to progress through the the menopause seamlessly so that they they can continue to enjoy good health um sort of for for decades and beyond um so just sort of moving through into into older age. Okay, so that's really interesting, Karen, particularly to think about how all these risk factors interlink and that stress in particular is underpinning everything and, and maybe leading to poor food choices and, and a poor diet. And we know that a poor diet is a stressor on the body and also that Overtraining and undereating can also lead to a, a stress response. So I think it's um, it's really crucial just to hold that thought as we go forward. Um, so Karen, what would the impact on all of these different risk factors be on a female midlife runner? Well, um, gosh, I won't go into detail about the impact here. However, I think it is fair to say that running performance will inevitably be affected. And, and that effect is principally a result of um, sort of the increased risk of injury. So due to that compromised immune system as a result of the hormone imbalance, especially thinking about that increase in cortisol levels and how that impacts on the immune system. Also, um, an increased risk of, of illness, especially um, sort of upper respiratory tract infections, urinary tract infections, and these two tend to be quite common in runners. And again, this potentially is a result of the increased cortisol, um, which when it's chronically elevated can lead to the release of inflammatory substances. They're known as cytokines, but basically um there are these inflammatory um, substances and that can uh, that can sort of lead to um, an increased susceptibility um, to these illnesses that are really common in runners and especially long distance runners again when um, you are putting your body under um, particular and prolonged stress. 
Also, poor recovery from training. Now, this may be due to making poor food choices, or it could be about not taking on sufficient fuel to fuel the training that's being performed. Um, and and overtraining may mean that there is isn't sufficient time between tres, uh, training sessions either. So that's uh, again a, a, another stressor on the body. Mm. And I can only imagine that all of these uh, different sort of impacts can lead to a loss of running mojo because they're all quite unpleasant to experience, really, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and really, again, in a nutshell, it's going to, it's going to reduce running performance. So, and again, this is another reason why we've, we've designed the healthy woman, healthy runner method. Um, because we really want to ensure that, that again, our listeners maintain their, their running performance and, and, and keep, keep their running mojo as they sort of transition through the menopause. Um, so that they're able to sort of, keep on running into into older age yeah because that's what we want to do isn't it karen we want to be the old ladies in the race (laughs) so we want to exactly um so so, taking our followers with us yeah that's definitely that's where we want to be um so we're going to be discussing all of these aspects of hormone health and the effect on running performance during the free training that we'll mention um, at, at the end of the episode. So um, it's another good reason to join us. So final, well, not quite the final question. I've got two more questions for you, Karen. So first of all, what could uh, a female midlife runner do to nutritionally support hormone health? Well, um, there are quite a few different things that they could do, Aileen. Um, thinking about, um, the phytoestrogenic foods. So, so these are foods that have estrogenic effects. Um, when, when estrogen is low, and I'm thinking here sort of of soy and the different products. So, for example, the Vermont fermented soy products such as um tempeh um tofu as well um and also flaxseed and and um and and thinking about probiotic foods to to encourage the effect of these these uh, phytoestrogenic foods um so so um these foods are like i said are really good because they have an estrogenic effect if estrogen is low but also if estrogen levels are high which can be the case um sort of as we enter into perimenopause where hormone levels are are really fluctuating and sometimes can be really high then these foods are really good at blocking um estrogen when when they're at high levels so so that would be one area i would i would really look at and then sort of increasing their intake of cruciferous um and organic vegetables so cruciferous vegetables i'm thinking here of the likes of of broccoli um uh, cauliflower brussels sprouts kale cabbage things like that now these vegetables are really good because they bind to excess ox um estrogen and xenoestrogen so these these toxins that we can find in in potentially in foods actually that also have an estrogenic effect so these vegetables are really good at removing them from the from the body and by introducing some organic vegetables it can help reduce the exposure to some of these um potential xenoestrogens um so alien i'm going to 
include you here and ask you if there's anything that that anything else that you would add to this yeah yeah I, I think what I would add here Karen is just for everybody to consider their caffeine and alcohol intake and uh and if if required reduce them both of them are stimulants and therefore they they induce the stress response and that might increase the production of cortisol um so it, it can be a challenge to ask people to reduce their caffeine intake because many people use caffeine as a performance aid. Many runners use it as a performance aid and, and also uh, many, many of us use it just to give us a, a bit of a pep up, but it doesn't actually help in the bigger picture. So we can, we look at this in more detail in the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method. And then the other area to consider is a is always to be thinking about balancing blood sugar balance um, and also insulin balance. So considering what your intake of complex carbohydrate is and what your intake of protein is will will help that too. So that that's really insightful, Karen. Some really good simple nutrition ideas for everybody to to um, go away have a have a try of some of them. And uh, if you want to learn more about it, you could join us in the free training. Um, so just moving on um, to our final question, Karen, um, what lifestyle changes could a female mid runner, midlife runner look to introduce that would support uh, hormone health? Yeah, well, as always, there are, there are always lots of different things that people can do, aren't there? However, um, here I'll just give you a few simple ones that everybody could could consider just now. So really, I would start by saying consider the stresses in your life. Really think about reducing or removing the ones within your control. So, for example, maybe your diet, your training, your socialising. These are all areas of your life that are within your control. So is there anything there that could be that could be um, adapted, changed, reduced to um to support hormone balance and also thinking about um training load could it be reduced and um, could you introduce a rest day somewhere uh, just to 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 reduce um the stress on the body and also thinking about reducing exposure to toxins um thinking about the xenoestrogens that i was speaking about earlier maybe um thinking about introducing um, organic foods, more natural foods into your diet, but also sort of reducing or removing plastics, thinking about the soaps and the shampoos and other um, personal products that you use that may contain some product, products that could, that could um, act as, as xenoestrogens. And then just thinking about introducing um, a magnesium bath, again, thinking of it from a stress point of view and the effects of the impact of, of stress on um, on hormone health. So just thinking about, um, yeah, like I say, magnesium baths or a magnesium spray if you don't like baths or, or um, you don't have a bath and thinking about me time. What could you, what could you introduce just to give you, um, some time for yourself? So those would be the key ones, Aileen, that, that I would, I would suggest. Wonderful. So lots of great ideas here to help balance, um, your hormones. So thanks, Karen. Um, before we finish, could I ask you to give us a few, um, key takeaways from today's discussion 
Yes, of course, Aileen. So, um, so so some of the key takeaways I would say are remember that stress can affect us in many different ways. So it can affect you physically, emotionally, behaviorally and psychologically and will, will sort of affect us all differently. Don't ignore the stresses in your life. Think about the ones within your control and try and reduce or remove them. And I gave examples of sort of your diet and your, your lifestyle. Remember that hormone imbalance can have far reaching health effects, including risk of injury or illness linked to your, your um, running or outside of your running even. It can lead to weight gain, unhealthy body compos- composition and also increase the risk of health conditions, including the type 2 diabetes. And finally, I would just say, remember that small changes can have significant positive effects. So start your journey of change now. Well, that's a powerful thing to say, Karen. We all need to start now. So the message really from today is hormone and balance is important for everyday health and for your running performance. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we really hope that you found our insights useful. We've got a question for you. Would you like to know how to put our advice into practice and how to take some easy actions? If your answer is yes, then please don't miss the opportunity to sign up for our next free online training session. It's going to be on Zoom and we'll be there to share more steps in the Healthy Woman, Healthy Runner method with you. And most important of all, we'll be there in person. So we'll be able to answer any of your questions on the spot during the training. Karen and I absolutely love podcasting, but we love interacting with you even more. So we can't wait to meet you in our Zoom room. If you'd like to register, it's very easy. All you need to do is look out at the episode show notes, look at the top of the page and click the booking link there and we'll send all the details to you. So if you'd like to be a healthy woman, healthy runner for many years to come, please come and join us and don't miss out on our next free training. We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device, and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialing wearing their range for a few months, and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases.